When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline, and we're going to catch up with Haley Sutton. She's got a busy week this week. Haley Sutton with the Cowboys at underscore Haley Sutton if you want to give her a follow. Haley, we know you are busy this week. Thank you so much for the time. How are you? Hey, yeah, I'm good. I feel like I will be better maybe on Sunday. Uh, (laughs) But uh, all intents and purposes, I'm doing awesome. All right, so you would be one of the few people that can say they have had a one-on-one interview with Jerry Jones this week. Any insider info you got for Cowboys fans today after talking to JJ? Yeah, uh, so my conversation with Jerry, actually, we didn't talk draft, believe it or not. Um, The star, as we all know, is notorious for – um, you know, holding all different kinds of events. And yesterday was super special. They had some kind of partnership with the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, and so Jerry was able to ring the closing bell. Um, so that's what our one-on-one conversation was about. But he did speak with us yesterday before that in a press conference with Stephen and Mike McCarthy. Um, and definitely gave some clarity, I think, going into this draft. The biggest thing is that that 26th pick, because it's so late in the first round, uh, it's really kind of a toss-up. And I know that's one of the favorite things to say uh, during this time when you have such a late pick, but it's kind of the reality, right? I think they're comfortable trading that pick away, you know, to move up or down, depending on what's offered. I think they're comfortable staying at 26. So I think it's going to kind of just depend on how the draft board that they are building falls and kind of what's available at that 26. Yeah, Haley, we know us being the horn. We watched a lot of B. John Robinson, and we know how good he is. And word on the street is Cowboys are looking at him, but will he be available is the question. For what you've been hearing, you know, up in the Dallas area, if Bijan were to be at 26, will the Cowboys go after him? Uh, well, I think I'm going to be the Debbie Downer here. I don't think Bijan's going to be available at 26. I think there's way too many teams uh, before the Cowboys that would, you know, jump at the opportunity to have Bijan on the roster. Now, that being said, with that running back position, you know, it's kind of controversial. Do you take a running back in the first round? But what do you do with it? What's, what's happened with that in the past? Steven and Jerry both kind of piggybacked off of, you know, the Zeke's uh, picking Zeke back in 2016 and then even Emmett Smith. And the, the reality is with a running back like B. John Robinson, when you, if you have the opportunity where it starts to get close, you know, I would say maybe if he's still available at pick 15, you know, maybe someone in that war room is picking up the phone and, and having conversations about a trade. And as it kind of moves down closer and closer, I, I think that Steven and Jerry and even Mike yesterday all kind of hinted that if the right player is available close to where we're at. We're not going to be afraid in making some aggressive moves in order to get said player with us. Now, I'm not saying they said that specifically about Bijan, but I can imagine that Bijan is a guy who they would apply that same philosophy to. 
Haley, and obviously there's uh, not only our Longhorn fans who love the Cowboys wanting Bijan to end up as a Cowboy, they really don't want him to be an Eagle. So that's another thing to just make sure of. At that 10th pick, I need to know the Eagles are thinking about anything but running back. Uh, It's going to be fascinating to see where they end up. They obviously are what everybody's chasing, NFC champions, and it feels like they're going to almost get to make a – not a luxury pick at 10, but that one, as a Cowboys fan, that pick scares me as to what the Eagles are going to do at 10. Yeah, it, it it scares me too a little bit. I think that they shored up their running back room by adding a couple of guys as well in the offseason. But again, when you have a guy like Bijan, who was kind of the consensus, you know, best at least offensive player in the draft, you've got Will Anderson on the other side. So it's, you know, hard to argue either way. But like I said before, Bijan is the most talked about guy, I think, in this draft other than the quarterbacks because of what he brings. He is a player who you can insert him into a starting lineup in official week one of the season, like preseason aside, and he's going to be a big impact player. And I think that that is a, you know, it's, it's exciting for all teams, not just the Cowboys. Uh, I'm with you, though. I'm really praying that the Eagles, you know, mess around and take a quarterback for all intents and purposes <laughs> just to make everything, you know, easy for us. Yeah. Um, and we know that's not going to happen. But, yeah, I think, I think it's an interesting position to be in, and I think the way that the Cowboys are approaching that 26th pick uh, is really kind of strategic because when you look at what they did in – you know, the offseason, I mean, March was madness, literally, for this organization. They were adding pieces left and right. They were aggressive in negotiating trades, you know, to get veteran experience to help bolster the team. And so, kind of like you said with the, the Eagles having luxury picks, I think that's kind of how the Cowboys look at it, too. I mean, there's obviously some positions that I think still need to be addressed, but I think you feel pretty confident going into this draft that you're adding to an already – Super Bowl playoff caliber team and that is a luxury as opposed to you know having to feel like you're relying on the draft to be your roster in 23. Haley I know when you were on our show last time you talked about one of your favorite interviews with the current tight ends there Jake Ferguson and Peyton Hendershot we know Steven and Jerry they're looking at one of the many tight ends in this year's draft do you think that those guys, especially with Dalton Schultz off to Houston, do you think that just Ferguson and Hendershot aren't good enough for what, I guess, Mike McCarthy's trying to do with the system and they should go after another tight end? Or you, do you think that they could go after another position that they need and be good with Ferguson and Hendershot for the upcoming 2023 season? I think, excuse me, I think both are kind of true. I think that this coaching staff was thrilled with what the tight ends did this season. I mean, Jake and Peyton were, I mean, Peyton, for him to be an undrafted free agent, and I know he didn't get a ton of offensive credit, but just coming in on special teams, some of the, you know, plays he was able to make. I mean, he had a couple touchdowns this year. I mean, you got Jake. Like, Jake's a big dude. I think with how they look at the tight end position, especially with Dalton being gone, you know, Dalton's bread and butter was that he was Dak's go-to guy. He's not going to be a guy who's going to get you a ton of yards after the catch, uh, you know. but he's going to be in the corner of the end zone. He's going to make an athletic catch, and he's going to be Mr. Reliable from that sense. So now it's a matter of do we look at Jake Ferguson to fill that role? What's Jake's skill set? Well, Jake's a little bit more athletic than what Dalton was. Jake is a little bit more speedy. Uh, and so you, you look at that facet, so maybe you look at Jake to fill that role. But also when you look at what this draft is offering from the tight end position, it is littered with talent. So you, the first five tight ends that are going to be off the board, there's five more guys behind them that you know might offer a similar skill set. 
And I think the biggest thing they're looking for from that position, especially with Mike calling the plays, especially with Zeke no longer being here, you've got to look at a guy who can be versatile. You need a guy who's going to be able to be really good in pass protection, who's going to be good with his hands and be able to block on the line of scrimmage. But you also are going to need a guy who's going to be able to run some routes for you. You're going to need a guy who's going to have to be that you know reliable pass catcher. So I think that position specifically, they're looking for versatility. Both of them said that yesterday when we spoke to them. So I wouldn't be surprised if they take a tight end at that 26 spot because there is so much talent and you want to make sure you're bolstering that room. But it, it could go, it could go anyway. I've avoided mock drafts on purpose because it's just that 26 pick is just a really challenging spot to be in. Talking with Haley Sutton of the Cowboys again. Follow her at underscore Haley Sutton for all the action as uh, we get closer, two days away from the draft. So Haley, <laughs> one of the big discussions that me and my partner had throughout the 2022 season was at the end of the season, especially after the San Francisco game. One of the four guys wouldn't return from Mike McCarthy. Dak Prescott, Dan Quinn, and Kellen Moore. Well, Kellen Moore was the one to bite the bullet. He's off to uh, uh, L.A. now, and Mike McCarthy's calling the plays. How do you think that's going to work out? We know Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions last season, so he's looking to have a bounce-back season. But with Mike McCarthy calling the plays now, how do you think that's going to look for the 2023 season? I think it's going to be fun. I think when Mike came into this job, it was such – an audition for him. It, I think it was so different from what he had experienced in Green Bay. And I think you can say that about you know any organization when you compare them to the Cowboys because there's just simply no front office, I would argue in sports, at least in America, uh, that is more involved in day-to-day operations, even from a football standpoint, than the Dallas Cowboys. And so I think what you've seen over the last couple of years is you know, number one, Mike coming in during the pandemic season, having to try to establish relationships and rapport and that kind of thing, then getting more comfortable, you know, just in the system, working with Jerry, working with Steven and all these guys. And now, and I think Jerry even said this when we were at the combine, you know, like Jerry needed to feel comfortable, you know, with his head coach calling the plays. It's not something that he was typically used to and Mike kind of had to earn that for lack of better terms. And so I think it's a positive thing. I, it was no secret really that Mike and Kellen didn't see eye to eye. That's not to say they didn't get along, but from a coaching philosophy standpoint, they're completely different. And so I think it will kind of be an adjustment for sure. But I know Dak Prescott's really excited about it. He's been, you know, getting closer and closer with Mike and the number one thing to me that stands out about McCarthy is the respect that like so many of these players have been vocal about. You know, I remember we had Cowboys Hour with J. Ron Curse way back in the beginning of the season, and you know, I asked him, you know, what is it about Mike that stands out? And he just J. Ron said, you know, I just have so much respect for him. He cares about us as people. He wants us to get better. He pushes us to be our best. And so, I really just think it's just going to be an extension of what you saw last season that that brotherhood camaraderie, the chemistry, all of that, that was kind of clicking at the right time. It's just going to be, I think, an extension of that. And when it comes down to it, I think as simple as this sounds, like they're just plays, right? And so, yes, you have a different guy calling those plays. Yes, you have a different guy making the decisions. But I think that they're working towards being in sync so that come training camp, it will not feel like, oh, this is a, this is different. This is new, a new play caller for us. So, um, I'm excited for it. I, I love Mike McCarthy's mind. I love how he approaches the game. And so I'm really looking forward just to seeing how this team can continue to improve. 
And Haley, he certainly let us know kind of where the path would lead when he when he laid out the you know I want to run the damn ball thing, um, you know, in in that press event. So let's go back to that. um, Maybe not just the twenty sixth pick, but this entire draft. There have been drafts before as a Cowboys fan where I thought, well, they need to get a blank in this draft, and at the end of the draft, it may not have happened for you. Would you be surprised if they come out of this draft without a running back drafted this year? Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I think the running back group this year is very similar to the tight end group in that it's very deep, and so you don't have to necessarily, you know, get in your bag in that in the first three rounds, so to speak, you know, to get a running back. Because, like I said before, like the Bijan Robinsons, the Jameer Gibbs, when you go down the board, there's so many other options. I know they're really high on Tajay Spears as well. I wouldn't be surprised because a lot of those guys, unfortunately, will fall into free agency, and the Cowboys have had a lot of luck with free agents as well, especially when you look at the impact that some of those guys had last season. Um, and then you have to remember, too, they did just sign Ronald Jones uh, about a month or so ago, a guy who I think is really eager to reprove himself and like show his value. I know he hasn't had the NFL career that he uh, has wanted, but he's really excited to be here in Dallas. He's from here. I believe he grew up uh, at McKinney North High School. That's where he played his high school ball. So um, I wouldn't be surprised, no, if they didn't draft one. I would be surprised if we made it out of the offseason period and didn't have more running backs available. But you also have Malik Davis, who had some significant minutes last year and was impressive as well. Um, some other guys who are on the practice squad. So uh, I think they have a lot of options at that running back spot. Last one for me, Haley, before we let you go. Dak Prescott, we know last year was very tough for him when you miss five games and still lead the league in interceptions. That's very unfortunate, especially with the talent on this roster, offensively and defensively. Coming into this upcoming season, what's kind of the feel for fans on Dak Prescott? You know, it seems like it's kind of a make-or-break year for him. How are we feeling about Dak in 2023? My favorite thing about Dak is, you know, a lot of these players in the league will tell you, you know, like, we don't listen to what the national narrative is. We don't listen to the radio or whatever, the social the powers that be, whatever. Dak, like, he means that. Like, he, I remember being in the locker room one day with him and showing him the clip of uh, Shady McCoy on Speak just trashing him. I believe he literally referred to him as ass or something like that. Uh, and, you know, talking to him about that video, and I'm like, I know you say you don't watch it, but you had to have heard this, right? And, and Dak is a very matter-of-fact guy. He's very much like, okay, like, keep that same energy than when you see me in person. And I love that, like, no matter what adversity comes his way, whether it's on the football field, off the football field, because you have to think, like, this is a guy who has a lot of layers to him as a person. You know, he lost his mom. He's lost his brother recently. He's been through, you know, a lot of tragedies that we haven't experienced as people. And then you have to get on the football field, and now you're listening to everybody tell you that you, you, you suck, you're not good enough, you're not our guy, da 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 And even through all of that, he shows up every day. You know, he's mentoring these younger guys. He's got the Dak Yard right now that's really popular where all the guys are coming over and, working out with him and running routes and building that chemistry early so that when it comes time for training camp, the relationships are already there. Uh, Mike talked about yesterday how Dak is already, you know, intending on whatever new wide receivers or whatever new offensive players they bring in uh, in this year's draft period. Uh, Dak's already been vocal about saying, yeah, like, let me know. We'll get to work with them. I'll get connected with them and help them out. So 
I just think that Dak takes a lot more than what he deserves. And even in those situations where, you know, we are so hypercritical of him, uh, he still shows up to work every day. He still gets the job done. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league, for sure one of the best in the NFC. Uh, and so I think this will be a fun bounce back year for him. The interceptions, too, you have to keep in mind. I, I would argue that 60% of them weren't all on him. There were a few where he was trying to force, it didn't work out, he was trying to make a play, and it just wasn't the right move. But the chemistry that he had with some of the offensive players this year, the timing, the, a lot of it was team-related as opposed to it just being on him. So I'm excited for him to have a bounce back here. I'm not worried about him at that position because that's what he does. And that's kind of as a quarterback for America's team, you have to be conditioned to kind of take that. So I'm excited for him. He's been out here working at the Star every day. Uh, they're here for voluntary practices now, too. So I think this will be a good year for Dak. Two days till the draft. That's Haley Sutton. If you want the inside stuff as we get closer to the draft, at underscore Haley Sutton. And obviously check out all the stuff uh, with the Cowboys. Haley, we appreciate the time. We know you're busy. Thank you so much, and we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm headed to Kansas tomorrow, so I'm excited to check out the draft and, and what it looks like in person. Very cool. Safe travels. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Bye, guys. Nice stuff. Haley Sutton with good stuff on the Cowboys.